The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Yeah, it's interesting. You were talking there about all the different things that affect glucose levels. I was just thinking... What you get better at is being adaptable because if you've developed all of this knowledge over a period of time. And I think that really comes into its fore as well with the pre-match or the pre-gym routine is that you have all of this knowledge of uh, how I should adapt to the certain situation or what I'm going to go and tackle. So in my mind, the things that tend to run through what I'm going to do to prepare is things like bolus. So my bolus, I want out of the way. I want I know my Nova Rapid is two or three hours. So if my game kicks off at three, I'm going to be trying to get my bolus in around for lunch, for example, about midday. And I'm also going to try and get another, my breakfast in again with a three hour gap. I don't want insulin, short term insulin crossing over each other, especially on game day, because I know that that could potentially drive me in towards a, a hypo. I tend to try any similar food on game day. Not too much carbohydrate again because it adds variability in there. Sort of somewhere in the middle, and uh, always I'm, I always go into the game prepared. Um, I'm lucky now I use CGM so I can check constantly. But when I was fingerprint testing, I'd fingerprint test before I got in the car, when I got to the match, <laughs> when I was about to go and warm up, after the warm up, ten minutes before kickoff, and then literally go out, then come back in at half time and do it. And all of the time, just trying to get a sense of which direction it was going in and, and, and what I would need to do to continually manage that that match so I could play well. And um, I always have fast-acting glucose, normally in a drink form and tab sort of tabs, um, as well as my insulin available all the time. I actually now starting to trial um, not using Nova Rapid completely all of the time, but actually using Fiasp to react to sport. Because FIAS, um, you may know Owen as, as well as the listeners, reacts much quicker than Nova Rapid. So it might be able to help me adjust to those situations where I might need to bring it down more quickly, especially in futsal when the game's so fast-paced and I'm in and out of it and my levels are just shooting up and I need to get a hold of them. So 
it's things like I always think it's just about being really prepared and having a bit of a set routine, like you say beforehand, and and a good idea of the direction that your glucose levels are going to head in. Would you notice a massive difference with your blood sugar with playing, you know, the intense the, the intensity of futsal compared to a full ninety minutes? Would you have a different way of preparing for that? Because I'm kind of relating that to how I would prepare for, say going to the gym and using weights where I will typically see a spike compared then to going out for a run where could be out I could be running for just 30 minutes but it's always going to be coming down so do you do you prepare differently for the two similar preparation in terms of food prep bolus time uh organized in terms of what I've got around with me the only difference being that before I go out to warm up with futsal, I have to have an, a, a unit or two units, depending on where my glucose levels are, of short-acting insulin because I just know that it's going to shoot up. Now, sometimes, again, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because some games matter more in your mind and you've created, even more, <laughs> yeah. you've created even more nerves than you really want to. So, therefore, the levels are going to shoot even higher. So, it's really difficult. But I tend to go with, if my levels were, say... Um, five six millimoles um, i'm not sure what that would convert to but very close the, let's see i'll just calculate that so people aren't lost you said six yeah so roughly 108 so if it so was, that's that's where you want to be anyway just kind of yeah going absolutely but i would need to i would at least have one unit if it was any higher if it was say eight millimoles um then i'm going to be needing two units and then I'm going to be judging, do I need any more after the warm-up? How are my nerves dealing with it? And then it tends to, because there's some short-acting insulin on board then throughout the game, actually it doesn't, it's, it's sort of, I think it probably stops it in its tracks shooting up drastically, even though I've got high-intensity short stints on the court. It sort of, I don't know, it sort of reacts with it and sort of stops it. It gives it a bit of a ceiling where it doesn't shoot any higher than, I hope, to not have it any higher than sort of 12. And then then obviously it starts crashing back down again. So, um, yeah, it's a real challenging one. But because futsal so stop-start, it's actually quite good for people with type 1 because you go on, you play your stint, you come off, you check where your levels are, and you can then adapt to that with if you need to take on glucose because you're dropping or you can take on some insulin because you're still shooting up high. So it's quite a, 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 from that perspective, it's actually a great sport for to choose for someone with type 1 diabetes. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.